After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. So we talked about some things last time, John, that were cool. And then yeah. the video that I made for like our soundbite, I don't think people got that it was kind of a joke. That we were talking yeah. about this super serious thing, and then we totally like abandoned it. Because, about the draft. Yeah, it was like it's so funny to me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but real quick, just to let you guys all know, this is after school special podcast with Don Dyson Ooh. and John Staffman. Staff, staff, Hello, staff, Emerald staff, staff, City, and I'm back. <laughs> He's back, 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 back. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Not a huge surprise, but clearly one of the great comebacks since Burt Reynolds' hairline. It came in a two-word statement, which is now just begging to have a Nike campaign built around it. Quote, unquote, I'm back. I think uh, it, it's, a, it's an amazing day. Even though um, it wasn't a surprise, it's still kind of a shock to the system that this has actually happened. But I think we need to take one thing into consideration. This is a guy who has constantly exceeded all of our expectations. Uh, he, he was always a little bit better than we thought. He always had a little bit more than we thought he could give. And he always made something happen. From White Africa, Dayton, Ohio. Yes, our <laughs> our Imperial Overlord is back. Yay! I mean, our uh, uh, co-host, our dear leader, yes. if you will. Yes, <laughs> our beloved leader, back from cult training, yes. and he's learned some things that he likes to share with everybody. And the name of the cult, or the people that are in the cult, the John Cougar Mellon Camp. Ugh. That's what we're going yeah. with. I don't even know any of his yeah. songs, but. Nobody it's a does. great name. He's got great hair, and I think he had sex with Meg Ryan. So, who hasn't? Three for three for. Oh me. man, that's a good segue. <laughs> Have you seen Meg Ryan lately? Like she came out for somebody's birthday party or something. Yo, man, she does not look great <laughs> at all. Aww. Well, what about what's Man. her name, Bridget Fonda? No, Bridget Fonda. She, that's just, she, well, she's just, uh, old. old let's uh, let's just have a moment of silence, and we're done. <laughs> the eighty for Brady uh, movie, wasn't she in that? She looked okay. Yeah, she was. Yeah, Not, yeah. Bridget I, Fonda. Yeah, right. Eighty uh, for Brady. I smash. That was Jane Fonda. That was, that was Jane, Jane Fonda. Fonda. I, oh, I'm getting my Fondas yeah, mixed up. Bridget There's too many Fondas, was, dude. Jackie Brown, Bridget Fonda was in Jackie Brown. She was the one that was getting... Oh, the blunt, my blonde little surfer girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The one that got shot, she got shot by De Niro. Dog, <laughs> did you feel Samuel Jackson's pain when he was like, my little blonde little surfer girl? I can't believe you shot her. I felt that shit like, yes, don't yeah. be shooting my hoes. Not my blonde dude, little hey, surfer girl. Dude, Chris Tucker was in that movie for two seconds. He wasn't even in there that long. He, he was in there long enough to f*** up, and then Samuel L. Jackson shot him. 
and then that was it. You know who was supposed to play that role? It was supposed to be Danny Glover. What, no, he wasn't. Shut Sam up. Jackson role? I'm too old for this shit. No, the Chris Tucker role. Oh, God. The Chris Tucker road. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You remember Chris Tucker? Danny, like, yeah. Yeah, he was only there for two Danny, seconds. Danny missed out on some good roles, man. <laughs> yeah. I, right? Is he like the most underrated actor? When I, like I black people he, talk about black actors, I feel like he never comes up for us, John. Ever. Yeah. I think the roles he takes are roles that are memorable. Like, right. of yes. Course, yeah, very. Of course, there's Lethal Weapon, The Color Purple. I was going to say, what? he kind of supported Mel Gibson. Uh, didn't he support Mel he Gibson did. afterwards? He After that he was like, like his friend. Yeah, that's my friend. He's not like that. You have yeah. to, you know, suck his d- before the hot tub. That's <laughs> like, you know, that's 100% truth, right? I love Danny Glover. He's a great Danny actor. Danny Glover was also in this movie with... Joe Pesci and Gone oh. Fishing. That was a great movie. Oh. Gone yeah, fishing, right. yeah, that was another yes. lonesome dove. He was in that one too. So if you ever seen that, that that's heartwarming. Long. It's long and depressing. I tell you that much. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Back to you, Aaron. <laughs> Short and depressing over here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, you you firing on all cylinders on your from your vacation. Lego, my ego. We talked Lego, about my ego. several things last episode. So to recap, we talked about the robot invaders coming and John didn't agree with me as far as like having like a draft and compromising and he just wants to wipe the earth clean. So do you feel the same way, Aaron? Did- um, Kill all humans. Kill all Yes. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, Welcome. Welcome. It it is the same. All right. Go back. You're fired again. You're fired. All right. Back to Dayton. (laughs) For the Grand Wizards at. I do see Don's point to an extent because Don was saying, like, we should do a draft where we send our best, which is really our worst. So we're going to do that. I say send Elon Musk, send Donald Trump. Send send Fred that up my Taco Bell order the other day. Doesn't yeah, know how to get a goddamn Fred, bean burrito right. Fred. He deserves redemption. Come on, man. Well, you know what's funny? They did that on The Simpsons, where they sent all the so-called best people, <laughs> and Homer and Bart ended up on that shuttle that was flying directly into the sun. It was Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah. That effing Sim- show does everything that I've ever thought of. Yeah. Like, yeah. anything yeah. that I think is funny... I think you could say, oh, well, The Simpsons did that. Just like the South Park episode did. Like, do you remember that one? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. The Simpsons have done everything. That's what's crazy. But The Simpsons have been on long enough where they're almost like chat GPT. That they can predict the future. Yeah, they can. I'm sure there's an algorithm. This algorithm went... Okay, so I listen to the episodes all the time. And listening to the last episode, chat GPT has been around... For forever, as far as I'm concerned, yes. at least the late early 2000s, which is like 2010, I'm sure it's been around even further. Yeah. So the writer's strike that is going on right now could very well be circumvented down the line 10 years from now through chat GPT. I think so. Oh, yeah. The people that are the backbone of the industry, the people that are the most creative are the writers, and they are paid yes. the least out of everyone. Oh, yeah. It is mm-hmm. insane. So to yeah. me, what they're going to try to do, they're going to try to utilize chat, GP, or whatever, some version of it in order to write movies. A couple of people I know use it as prompts because they don't want to yeah. completely cheat it. But there's going to be people out there who's like, oh, no, this is a real script. 
I wrote it. I wrote it. Yeah. It's about my life. I agree with you. My brother went to write a treatment with a whole bunch of other comedic writers from all over the states, and they got paid peanuts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not like a pro in it. I mean, it was no, your brother good is money super talented. Your brother is super yeah, yeah. talented. And he did our logo. Yeah. By the way, people. Yeah. He told me that it was interesting and they took forever to pay him, you know? So that was with CBS. I hope he don't get mad I name dropped that, but it was Now with we're CBS. back to King of Queens. Okay. Kevin James. Ah. King of Queens podcast. A very underrated show, by the way. King of Queens or Everybody Loves Raymond? King Which of one Queens. were you? King Everybody Queens. tolerates Raymond. <laughs> I like I don't think I Ray like Romano's that funny Raymond. to me. Hey, I got a wife over here and then I got kids. kids. I'm just being a dad. I'm being a dad. I'm hey, a Romano. Family Guy. That's disturbing guy, that you're doing it that guy, well. Family Guy did that one on Everybody Loves Raymond. His wife was complaining. He's like, you know, Deborah, you're a real bitch. <laughs> she kind of is. She is. John, her I or did. Jill from Home Improvement? Jill. Oh, Deborah. Deborah, I didn't like Jill. What? Whoa, really? No, I liked her as a mother, but I did not find her attractive. No, no not even I sneaky didn't. hot. No, not at all. Dude, <laughs> fucking hard wearing, no wearing those jeans with that flat ass. You can't imagine her gardening or doing anything. Like hey, that. she's a phenomenal actress. She got out of acting to take care of her kids because she wanted to be a mother first. So she left acting. Jill? Hell yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Same, same thing Rick Moranis did, but she didn't get a lot of credit like Rick did. She did come to do a couple episodes of Last Man Standing where, you know, Tim Allen's Republican show. Yeah. He did the R, R, but it was more like a R, hard R. R. Hard R, hard R. Like, that show was pretty successful for a minute, right, John? It was. Yeah, it, it got canceled, and then it got picked up by Country Music TV, which is not surprising. Oh, CMT and, or uh, whatever? CMT, and then there's BET, and it's like literally yeah, the yeah. polar So what happened, <laughs> if these shows are too like conservative for these other channels, CMT steps in and is like, hold my cup. Or then you have yeah. shows or two, I guess, in this day and age, UPN, they go on BET. And then NBC is like, well, uh, let's just do something with John Mulaney. He's safe. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they have... Mulvaney? Then- <laughs> Mulvaney? John Mulaney. John Mulaney? Are you, are- is that the comedian? You don't know yeah, who that is? Yeah, that's the comedian. Jesus I thought Christ. it was Mulvaney. So... As I drink, I get sharper and sharper. As he I do drinks, not. he does not. No. He does not. Also, Don owns a copy of The Beach, Grease, and Young Guns. <laughs> the Beach. <laughs> the Beach. Which get out of my house. Lenardi, Leonardo DiCaprio. God. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey babies, you're liking the show? Well, thanks. Leave a five-star rating and a comment, please. Do you want to see the guys' faces? Well, they got YouTube videos. You can watch this podcast on any major platform you listen to. Rate five stars and comment. Thanks, babies.
Speaking of The Beach, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, Leonard DiCaprio chose that movie over doing American Psycho. He was in the running to be in that yeah. movie, but he yep. chose to do that. You know you know about that? Yeah, actually I do. Uh, what is it? Danny Boyle did The Beach, and then Patrick Bateman, played by Christian Bale. I cannot see Leonardo DiCaprio doing that. They said Le- Leonardo movie- said he chose The Beach over that. Yeah. That movie is Related to another movie with James Vanderbeek. Not James Vanderbeek. Yes. Uh, Rules of Attraction. What? Yes, yes. Because yep. yes, that's um, his brother. That's so his brother. Brett Easton Ellis, the writer of American Psycho, also wrote the book Rules of Attraction. Actually, Casper Van Dien played Patrick Bateman, but they cut yeah. that scene out in Rules of Attraction. Yeah, yeah. They, what? They're brothers. Yep. Patrick Bateman is related to... The uh, James Vanderbeek in Rules of Attraction. Jessica Biel, that was the movie that, like, if you remember the show, Seventh Heaven. Oh. Yeah. Something yeah. Christian, but the father is a pedophile. Seventh Heaven. Yeah, the irony. The irony. The and irony. He, well, wasn't he a real reverend yeah. in real life? Or? No, I don't think he... No, 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 no. He, he was, was a reverend on Seventh Heaven. Yeah. He was a reverend he was on Seventh ordained. Heaven. I thought he was. The irony is, is that he did play this minister, Nobody snitched on him. He came out and told on himself. He said, hey, I used to do this. His wife was going to come out and say something in regards to it. That's why he had said it. And Hmm. no, he admitted to being inappropriate with kids. And it's just the fact that it's Seventh Heaven and then Jessica Biel. That's where we're going to end it. Jessica Biel. (sighs) I like. What do you do with Jessica Biel? I like. No, I like Jessica Biel and Chuck and Larry. When she got every man her she, age loves her and Chuck and Larry, and, Chuck and, and Larry, no one yeah. knows or remembers Chuck and Larry other than Jessica Biel taking her clothes off. She did. Yeah, and that butt bouncing, bam, bam. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. She's probably my first white woman where i'm like wait they got asses now the remake of texas chainsaw massacre she was in that yes i knew she was in seven heaven i never watched the show but i'm like oh she's okay and i saw her in that i'm like holy shit she that's she got when ass. that white that's women. When that one-legged man was grabbing her on the ass trying to get out oh. the tub oh. and texas chainsaw back to you aaron <laughs> yeah. It's I've always known white women had asses <laughs> i knew that i i did not because during the crack epidemic in the 80s and the 90s, like white women seemed like simultaneously rejected fat asses. They did everything in their power. They wore sweaters over their asses. They wore they yeah. baggy jeans, like everything. It wasn't ideal. It, it wasn't, wasn't ideal. ideal. Back to and you. And now the tables have turned. Everyone's trying to get a BBL. And I remember who was it? Trick Daddy. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Daddy? You gotta explain that for the for the old people. What the hell's a BBL? Old Brazilian people means lip. me. What? Yeah, Brazilian butt lip. But I digress. So I uh, never heard of that. Yeah. So what I was what I was gonna say <laughs> what I was gonna say was now everybody's doing it. It doesn't matter. You know that's what made Kim famous. But she doesn't have butt implants because if you watch the Kim Kardashian show, it's not they- implants. It's not implants. It's injections. Yeah, that, that's so? cement. Like they were taking. No, like a... she had an X-ray on her butt, and the show. Yeah, just no. Like, is that wait? Is that confirmed? <laughs> what? Yeah, she. Dude, yeah. all of them had injections. Yes, they had injections. Except for right. except for Kendall. Kendall is natural. She hasn't done anything to herself. Yeah, so she literally is just a wood plank. SNL did a skit with Megan The Stallion, and two of the regulars on ah. there. 
where she was talking about her butt workout. She was like Sergeant such and such, and she was doing a butt workout where she was bouncing. And I mean, I could not finish that skit. Anyway, the other part of the skit is two of the girls on there, white girls, have flat asses. So they were like, if you want a flat ass, come over here, because we go from back to more back. And <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, dude. None of this will probably end up on the show, but is there an advantage to having a flat butt? More aerodynamic no. when you're doing golf, swimming. Oh, if you want to make firewood, yeah, there's advantage oh there. <laughs> friction upon friction. I want to have like a woman from like that was in her prime in the 80s and the 90s to come on the show to explain why did you guys reject your natural ass? Like why? I, I don't think that would. I don't, don't want to body man. shame him, John. We, we were doing a lot of cocaine at the time. Yeah, I don't. I don't and so we made him flatter know. so we could do lines off of the crack of our asses. John thinks it's a good the idea. Thing, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. I, Thank you. I do not. I do not. I do not condone that at all. <laughs> we got it on tape. Our assholes smell like a back of an Arby's. I'm going to edit it to where John says yes. Like, Do you think it's a good idea? Yes, it's a yes. good idea. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I full heartedly say no. So, but yeah, man, like it's been an entire change. The first white girl that I noticed that had an ass Ooh. in the 90s was Six from Blossom. Yes. And yeah, good so call, good call, she, good call. She ended up in double XL. She was in double XL where she did a full, and I mean, when I was in high school and that came out, everybody was jerking to it. Like that was, yeah, that Sabrina. Was, that was she was like one of my first too. Sabrina, teenage yeah. witch. Witch. What was her name? Yeah. Melissa Jones. Uh, Hart. Melissa yes. Hart. Yes. She's probably the first, honestly. So the first for me was, and very weird, one of the female astronauts from the movie Armageddon, and then also the mother-slash-wife figure in the movie Falling Down with Michael Douglas. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man, those are some deep cuts. Yeah, I, those are deep I, cuts. I, and you know it's but, real because of how specific yeah, I got. Yeah, <laughs> very specific. Oh, yeah, that's dedication. When you're going that far back into the records, that is dedication. He, he has jerk logs. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know the exact <laughs> moment. It was the movie Falling Down. People don't understand it. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I gotta look but it was up. the movie Falling, Falling Down. Falling Down was a really good movie. I remember watching it when I was in the service. That's when Michael Douglas went berserk. Oh. And it all started with traffic. It all started with traffic. <laughs> yep. uh, it was great. Good movie. Oh, was it Barbara Hershey? Oh, Barbara Hershey. She... Yes, Barbara Hershey, yeah. Once Upon a Time fame. Boxcar Bertha was like one of her first movies that she did. Yeah, what horror movie was she in? Insidious? Insidious, yes. Okay. Insidious. Yeah, she was in Insidious. Oh, she's so. in two Insidious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she in one and two. There were two. Oh, three. Now, there's... Three Insidiouses. Four Insidiouses. Was it four Insidious? Really? They're coming out with another one. Oh. So it's going to be more like uh, the Fast and the Furious. You know, it's all about family <laughs> and demons. Ghost cars. Ghost yes. cars. Yes. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, guys. You can catch this podcast on any major platform you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to rate us five stars and comment on how you're liking the show.
After School Special Podcast. You know, that hard goodness that you get the next day. Oh, yummy. From a day-old donut at Dougie's. After School Special Podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's my childhood right there, mother When did yeah. that come out? Podcast comes out every Friday, Friday, Friday. 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 How about this? How about we do like a Studio 54, but with dogs and cats and other animals, and they go there and they just f*** a lot, but there's one uh, dog that like wants to be a server and whatnot, and he's got like really yellow curl. It's basically Studio, the the movie Studio 54 with Ryan Ryan (laughs) Phillippe, but as like a golden retriever. Yes. What I just said, do not put in the podcast. What do you mean? This is the podcast. We're under a new direction, ladies and gentlemen. Last time you might have heard us go through our feelings of sadness, of feeling down on ourselves while watching yeah. the NFL draft, and I don't think anybody got that. But Blame white people. <laughs> well, yeah. I was, yeah we, we blame you all the time. Like, well, Aaron left the show, then that's why the ratings are down. We got that one guy who doesn't even listen to our show anymore because you're gone. The guy on YouTube... That's the dude who was asking where Aaron is. And then Don was like, is this a (laughs) burner account? No, I I, I swear. I was like, yo, this is Aaron, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Boy. Yeah. John. So did you even talk about you going to Gamma? Are you going to some more shit like that? Oh, yeah. So let me talk about that. I did go to Gamma. It was mainly for people who plays board games, these adventure games, and card games. So they had games that were themed after G.I. Joe. They had other games that were themed after anime shows and stuff like that. So it was really cool. When you first come in, it was like I was an infant in there. So it was all new to me. So I went in there and I did get hooked on some games. I actually liked this one group called Phone Brain. Can we play games live, like on Instagram live? I would love love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. What will we play? Call of Cthulhu. One of my, yeah, one of my Metallica. Yeah, that, that's actually a, that's actually a pretty good game. That's <laughs> that's a Metallica. Song. It is. It is, but it, it does it have is. racial undertones. Yeah, yeah. I what? was going to say it does. H.P. Lovecraft was a huge <laughs> racist. Yeah, he wrote the books that are racist, right? That yeah, guy. Yeah, he he works at the Sunoco down the street too. I know yeah. that guy. <laughs> yeah, he wrote a poem that was very racial about how black people were created. It's a really f-ed up poem. But it's one of his more popular his greatest hits. Yeah. So anyway, I would like to say that I enjoyed myself at Gamma. I even got me some dice here. I can't. Yeah. So the 20 side dice. Nice. I got some of those. There is a big following of Kawhi out here because oh, wait, we wait, have wait. these. Are we talking about Kawhi Leonard? What are we talking about here? I don't know what no, you no, guys no. are talking it's about. K, it's K-A-W-A-I-I. Yeah. And Kawhi it's Leonard. like Kawhi means cute or something like that. Like yeah, yeah, it's kind of uh, anime girls or yeah. something and of this that is nature. Like the the love thing. It's a Korean thing, oh. correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So oh. if you guys ever come out here and we can go to Sac Anime or you know any of the conventions, you'll see all these people dressed up, and you'll see the Kawhi girls. They'll have like flowers in their hair or like some court, some kind of anime outfit on i've even seen guys wearing these outfits too yeah. you know like i'm in california so you know we're a little more liberal with how we do things out here so so culturally 
can you see a difference between like the east coast and the west coast can you like really feel it oh yeah so when i'm home i know there are some differences from when i'm here like when i'm here you know i wear a ton of hawaiian shirts you know i wear like you wouldn't wear that here john because it seemed like you would no i i wouldn't wear it there because if i'm being honest i feel like it'll draw too much attention like when i'm in detroit i don't want to draw attention oh that's different that's different yeah you want to be very vanilla like camouflage gear you want to blend in like mother predator in the jungle you don't want nobody seeing you let me put this perfectly clear i love my home city it has raised me i've made fantastic friends there i lived a good life there i love going home i like seeing the updates of everything that's going on right now however there are some parts some pockets of the neighborhood where my mom lives where you do not want to draw attention to yourself. You know, you don't want to look like the richest dude on the block because they see you, then they want to know what you got. You know, like there's certain shoes I can't wear there. I just can't, unless I'm in a big group. Like if I'm going out to Ferndale or something like that, or Royal Oak, I know I'm a little bit better off. But I can wear that stuff there. And that's but, where I come in, walking in with my Nordstrom Rack shirt and my <laughs> Merrill boots. Be like, hey, John, how's it going, yeah. everyone? Yeah. And then I get mugged the shit out of <laughs> This is After School yeah. Special Podcast. I'm not trying to be funny here, but were you the kind of guys at some point when you were younger, you were fearless? No. No. Yeah. Oh. I didn't really get like that till I'm older. Like right now... I have a son now, so I'm like, you know, shit go down, man. I'm taking everybody. Ah, that's what that's it how. is. Is the kids. Yeah. Th- yes. Yeah. I feel the same way. My whole thing is, is that I don't give a shit about myself. Like anyone yeah. tries to go after my kids, I will do anything and everything to protect my kids. Yeah. When you guys are young in your neighborhoods, you'd never like did things. Like I used to jump off trees 25 feet off the ground i used no. to like jump off electric poles do backwards flips i used to almost electric Hell fucking no. poles what the fuck is I was, wrong i thought when i was a kid i thought i was going to be the next great stuntman like jackie chan i would do crazy things and it, it took life beating my ass before i realized my own mortality and i'm just thinking like i couldn't have been the only one right I, we, we did crazy I, things i've never i never i was too protective of my d- yeah, I never did that. I never did that. I wasn't like, even conscious my, of my d- I was By I seven years that. old, I knew what my d- could do. So, I, no, I, I did not. I did not. I never did that, but I will say that my parents were overprotecting. They always took me out of shit that could have really saved me. Like, I was in swimming class. I ended up fighting this boy in the pool, and I ended up knocking me down on the deep side. And the guard who was supposed to be teaching us to swim, her big ass couldn't get over there in time to save me. So I somehow got up by beating the water. And my, I told my dad I had water coming out of my nose and shit like that. I'm coughing. He's walking me to the locker room to help me change. I was like, why didn't you save me? He's like, I got all these clothes on, man. I can't jump in there and do that. And then he was like, you beat the shit out of that water, though. <laughs> so, Having overprotective yeah. parents, what are like the pluses and what are the cons? The pluses is having a parent or having both your parents who are like overprotective. You know they care about you. You know, like if you end up doing something up, you know they're going to come get you. They're going to yell at you. Like this comedian said once, you know, it's funny when you have both parents, like your dad is in your life and shit like that. And you are with your friends and all your friends don't have their dad. It's like you have to come out to them. 
So it's like you have to be like, hey, man, I tell you guys something. You know, I got a dad. And the rest of them are like, yeah, we all got dads. And he was like, yeah, man, but I know who mine is, though. So, you know, it's like you have to come out to your homeboys about that. I didn't know who and, my dad was until I was five. I yeah. thought the person that was in my life at that time up until five years old was my dad. And then I found out he wasn't yeah. my dad. I was like, oh, then who the hell was that guy? And then yeah. I saw a guy who looked exactly like me. I was like, oh. This is my yeah. dad. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. My dad didn't know who his father was. Like, my grandmother raised him, his brother, and his sister. And my dad never knew who his dad was. You know, my dad had every reason to be, like, out. Like, I didn't have a father, so I'm not going to be there. And he wasn't, dude. He was in every aspect of me and my brother's life. He took me out of karate because I got kicked upside the head because I was learning how to spar. And as he put it, he said, I saw you get kicked up tied the head. And I was like, oh, shit, I can't have him in here. So he, <laughs> he took me out. And I was learning how to spar. I was like, man, if you would have left me there, I probably would have learned how to defend yes. myself. He's like, no, you don't need to do all that, man. He said, I couldn't stand seeing my baby get beat up. <laughs> so, you know, that's how it was, man. We don't have that much time to go. But let me ask you this question. If you didn't have your dad there, let's say you never knew your dad. And I pose this question to you, Aaron. How differently do you think you guys would have been? Oh, well, for me, my dad was usually at a bar, so he never really pushed me to do anything. My mom was the one that pushed me to do everything. So for me, it doesn't really like do anything. I don't know. Not, I don't like, think you would have been like a, I don't know, a gang leader or something shit, or do you? I think no, if my I, dad was more in my life, probably I wouldn't have been a gang leader or wanting to get a cult going in a sense. Yeah. Uh, well, again, the John Cougar Mellencamps look for us on Instagram and and TikToks and all that stuff. John Cougar Camps. To answer your question, I think I would have been like Michael J. Fox, you know, never saying no to shit and back to the future. Like I would always have peer pressure, like always somebody telling me to do something. I would probably do it. That's how I would have been if I didn't have my dad in my life. I just would have went along with shit just to go along. You know, like I don't think I would have ever stood up for myself. You know, my mom, as strong as a person she was, I still had a loving family, but I would not have had any strong male guidance. I mean, I had my granddad, but I still think I would have fallen short of peer pressure mm -hmm. a, a lot more. That's what I think. Yeah. Drugs yeah. was a common theme in our era as it is in this era. It's, it's opioids now, whereas in our era, it was heroin and more like yeah. crack cocaine. But I didn't really like face that as much. It just was in the background because our neighborhood was so insulated, it seemed like. It was like we were in North, yeah. North Korea, for lack of a better example, yeah. around this backdrop of bullshit. But. With that said, it's no easy transition from that shit to After School Special Podcast. Double D, Staff Man, After School Special Podcast.com is the website. After School SPE3 on Twitter. After School Special 3 on TikTok. After School Special Podcast on Instagram. And SpeakPipe, Latchkey Kids Speak. Hit them with the personal socials if they want to write you independently. Like, I am Brohemian916. If you want to see on Instagram. Yes, Bohemian, was he, Rhapsody? What are you? Bohemian916 on TikTok and on Instagram. Look him up. Staff man, he does all of these 
new toy unveilings. Are you calling them that? I, I do unboxings and I do Man About Town. I'll be doing some more of that for the show. So, yeah. I'm on Live Journal, Cool Guy 69 420, yeah. and also MySpace as Brewmaster 42069. Hell yeah, MySpace, baby. And Black Planet. Aaron's on Black Planet, hey, too. Black Planet. <laughs> Sabotaged our whole episode. I don't even know what this is about. That's a special podcast. Good night. Good night, people. Hey, everyone. It's Aaron from After School Special Podcast. Like what you hear so far? But don't forget to subscribe and download the show on whatever platform you get your podcasts. And just a friendly reminder, we have new episodes out every Friday. Thanks for listening, everyone. Don't be shooting my hoes.